All right. Uh, and... Welcome to N- Iacon NPR After Dark. <laughs> Welcome to Iacon Underground Radio for the week of February 20th, 2019. That's Toy Fair Week. This is Jen. And I'm David. Oh, this is also the same week, like a few days ago. Hiroshi Fujioka was born. The first common rider is 73 years old. Ooh, that that's exciting if you're into toku stuff, which... Yeah, well. I am. I have a respect for, but... Well, not just Toku. Like, if you like the Sega Saturn, you know him. He was Sega Da Senshiro. Uh-huh. I I mostly just remember that, hey, that was something they tried to bring over in the 90s that didn't work out any more than anything else that wasn't actually literally Power Rangers. It didn't work because they didn't use the same marketing. Oh no, you're talking about Common Rider. Yeah, that show was garbage. Yes. Yes, the, I am. The Sega Saturn failed for other reasons, like the marketing over here was nowhere near as good as it was in Japan. Well, yes. Yes. The Sega Saturn was its own entire thing. I had like three games for it, and one of them was the Magic Knight Ray Earth game, which was literally the last Sega Saturn game released in the U.S. I have six games. I still have to buy a Sega Saturn to play them on. Because <laughs> I got them, um, like, geez, maybe it was ten years ago at this point. Yeah. Or five years ago. Somewhere. Anyway. So it's um, Toy Fair we've week. been gone for a while. Yeah, so we're going to just sort of touch on some of the stuff that happened over the course of the entirety of last year. Uh, but... I mean, to start off with, uh, we had Toy Fair news. Uh, Hasbro is, I guess, replacing Hasbro Toy Shop, uh, with this new Hasbro Pulse thing, uh, that is going yeah, to have- well, the Pulse is, it's been around as a blog for a while, I guess, or a news site thing, but now it's taken over as the Toy Shop, which is, okay, sure. Yeah, they, uh, so they're, they're doing some, like, premium membership thing, uh, which, go ahead and buy some, like, buy your Sideswipe right now, because I guess you get membership mm. for the next year. Otherwise, if you buy something before, like, the 24th, otherwise, it's, like, $50 a year or something, so it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, uh, and I, feel... I should probably buy something just because, but I don't know what. I feel like this really does tie in with one of the big news stories of 2018, which was oh, the downfall yeah, the, of Toys R Us. Yeah, we uh, kind of left. Well, um, I think it had problems last time we did do an episode, which was six months ago or something. <laughs> yeah, it, it was starting to fall apart then. Uh, but yeah. I... And... and as I look at the stuff they have at Toy Fair, the stuff like, I guess specifically it's just the Masterpiece toys. Like, they did mm. show some some Masterpiece toys uh, at, I believe it was WonderCon 
a week or two. Uh, yeah, one fest. Yeah. Uh, at that yeah. one, uh, Takara showed off additional masterpiece toys, uh, including a hound, mm. which will probably not be as easy to stuff in a hiking backpack as any of the <laughs> other hounds. Uh, I'm, I'm going to guess the Iron Factory hound is probably going to be the win- winner when it comes time for spring. Uh, but they, Hasbro did show off some masterpiece toys at Toy Fair, uh, including Beast Wars Megatron. Oh, yeah, we do. That's, that, it's, when the hell is that even coming out? Cause I remember that, like, all last year. Yeah, that was, about that. it was a big deal, but this is like, you know, I think our first real showing of it to the American market. Uh, so oh, yeah. yeah, with Toys R Us gone, is that stuff that you're basically just going to have to, is, th- is that like an only online market thing or is that going to be, uh, I mean, Target's well, not picking that up. No, Target's not going to do, um, I guess, well, unless either they're going to do the Pulse or just it's going to be Big Bad Toy Store and entertainment earth and places like that carrying it Mm -hmm. so yeah i could see that being being the case but yeah hasbro's hopes for bringing over stuff like the masterpiece toys definitely gonna be hurt by the whole (laughs) the whole toys are us falling apart thing Um, so yeah they have their uh their new hasbro pulse thing which Again, is presumably going to be a place where they can sell stuff like that. Though it wasn't, uh, it wasn't like advertised as, hey, this is where you're going to buy these masterpiece toys. What it was advertised as is this is where you're going to buy Ectotron. <laughs> yes. Well, where you could have bought Ectotron for like four hours on the day it was announced and then they put it up on the pulse. <laughs> yeah. So. I- it's. I think it's also supposed to be released at GameStop. Yeah, it's GameStop, and I think one other similar, or maybe it was like GameStop and Think Geek, which are the same thing. Uh, but uh. I was. I've. I have to say that I like the whole fuss <laughs> around the the new Ghostbusters movie. Like really killed a lot of my affection for the old Ghostbusters concept, but I what also I I was like showing people pictures of this and being like, this is peak Xennial. Xennials are done now. We are going <laughs> we have yeah, our duty is complete. It is weird that a literal like a knockoff mashup t shirt has become a literal toy. Yes, additionally, I'm very excited for the, uh, the BotCon art room circa 2002 becoming a new product line. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, it's neat that they got that. I didn't realize, I guess Hasbro has the Ghostbusters license and I just didn't notice. Well, well I- th- Okay, that does make sense because IDW. I think yeah. it's more that the people with the Ghostbusters toy license are just happy to let people borrow it for things like that. I don't think there is really a Ghostbusters toy, like an overarching toy license the way there is with something yeah. like Transformers or something like Marvel. Yeah. I think it's more that- It's not. It's not. 
Yeah, I think it's more that they license it out for things like this or like my my previous peak zenial example, uh, which was the Ninja Turtles they did dressed as Ghostbusters. Uh, there's the Stranger oh, Things yeah. kids dressed as Ghostbusters, which are a toy set uh, also at GameStop. Yeah. Uh, so I don't think they have like a toy license in the sense that a lot of other things do. I think they just license out the likenesses for just things like this. So I I do have to say, though, I wasn't sold on it until I saw that comic because it's adorable. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, because I thought about the toy for, well, by the time I was actually thinking about it, it had probably been already sold out. But like, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't need that. I don't have any Ghostbusters things. I don't, I don't think I've ever read any of the comics. But the Ghostbusters busting Ghost Starscream, <laughs> I'm there for that. <laughs> yeah, so apparently it's going to be a, a five issue series, uh, according to the press release. Uh, it's going to be written by, uh, some, regular Ghostbusters creative team people. Uh, I guess if you are into that, Eric Burnham, uh, Dan Schoening, and Luis Antonio Delgado. Uh, And then it's going to have uh, variant covers, which do include Nick Roche and Alex Milne. Uh, So it it does look like it's... And and we'll get to why maybe... uh, there's not so much of the Transformers side of IDW staff in there. Uh, but, uh, so yeah, it's going to be written by their regular Ghostbusters team people. Uh, it, it looks adorable. Uh, so, so that kind of helps. But again, probably more as a, hey, I happen to drop by the GameStop in the mall and they have this, so maybe I'll buy it versus, <coughs> Being cursing not hitting that four hour window when he was available online. Because uh, I'm. Yeah. I mean, I think we have discussed that I am a very character motivated pe- person when it comes to buying toys. And. Yeah. It's, you know, I see the toy itself and yeah, I'm like, oh boy, it's a, you know, knockoff t shirt design come to life. It's the same sort of stuff that I feel like pop culture has become for the last several years and I am very old and jaded and I just want these kids to get off my lawn. Uh but with their <laughs> with their Fortnite. Same. Uh but but it is oh, pretty fork knives. The the comic does look pretty charming, so maybe I'll like them. Uh also <laughs> the other thing that apparently is already shipping and people have already been receiving uh is that Megatron and I oh yeah the what's it, um what the heck is it called yeah combat hero Megatron is it the gen- oh combat hero yeah it's a weird title which lo- looks like Megatron with a different construction worker head from the comic designs uh with, with like a striped T-shirt on that says Megatron on it <laughs> yes I as someone who was you know actually collecting Transformers during Generation Two. When I was in high school, uh, I would have been more sold on him if he was in the actual released colors for that toy, which was the purple mm-hmm. with the the tiger stripes oh, that said purple. Megatron rules. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, the rules might be going too far, but purple would have been nice on that toy. But yeah, it's 
I like that mold of Megatron, but mm-hmm. I don't think I need another one, so I didn't get it. Yeah. Yeah, I I would have probably, like, fallen over dead if they had made the actual, like, release version. But, you know, I mean, I I remember certainly seeing pictures of the, the one they didn't get around to releasing, and it's like, I, I don't know. As as someone who cares about G two, I don't even care about that as much as I would have cared about the actual released <laughs> one because that's based on a thing that actually existed at some point and not just something there were pictures of. Uh, but also, it apparently comes with a very cute little letter uh, from <laughs> from Hasbro. Uh, so that's Uh-oh. yeah, uh, that is Neat. That is online. Uh, I'm sure you can find it posted by uh, various people on Twitter, but it's signed by John Warden, I believe, from Hasbro. Oh. And just basically saying, you know, welcome to this crazy new collector pulse thing we're doing. <laughs> hey. Oh. Uh, so, yeah, that was, it was very, it was very nice. Uh, so that is, I guess, something that we're all going to have to keep an eye out now, uh, for just things being released. Uh, yeah, cause I, I know I, I, I've seen people online say they've ordered like a year, pre-ordered like a year's worth of toys from Pulse. <laughs> it's like, um, I'm not, I mean, that, that can be good, like you budget at the beginning of the year for your toys, but it, it's, that's a long wait. I mean, waiting for imports that I've pre-ordered to come in, I've forgotten. <laughs> I've I've double ordered at least once. Yeah, so... I do like, uh, I have just recently, you know, now that I have a little more disposable income for toys and I don't just spend it all on hiking gear, uh, I do like Big Bad Toy Store's pre-order system. Uh, basically, it's... It doesn't feel like you're committing to it as much because you could always go in and cancel yeah. the pre-order, you know, before they actually charge you for Which it. Which is what I did with that one import I screwed up. Yeah. But on the other hand, once it's getting close to time, you're like, yeah, I'm going to be paying for this. So I I have not yeah. actually canceled a pre-order. Uh, I did just pre-order the the Nendoroid Loki, which I have until September to budget for. So A plus me. But uh, we've got uh, there are more pictures of Siege stuff. Uh, we got pictures of the Impactor, uh, which looks looks pretty cool. Which looked pretty good. It's um. Almost too comic accurate in robot mode, which results in the little cannon that sits on his shoulder being a little cannon on top of his tank turret in vehicle mode. I don't What's this too comic accurate? No, he's good. He's good. He he makes me... Yeah, I'm going to buy him. He makes me not regret not getting the third party one quite so much. Yeah. So, so yeah, there's that. Uh, Yeah, Siege stuff is basically just like... I'm excited about Stakeout, but I'm sad that he comes with Red Hot and not fix it because I just really have an unreasonable, you know, I have an unreasonable fondness for fix it because there's this little bit in Simon Furman's Marvel run where like, it's the issue where Megatron and Ratchet are fused 
and they're running around beating people up and like there's this one bit where there's this autobot just like in the hallway basically giving a like he went that away thing but like fix it as they're being <laughs> tiny and and driving around and tending to people and, it's, and he's so small because he's a <laughs> micromaster so i just really Aww. have a a weird fondness for fix it and i'm kind of sad that we're not getting him but we are getting stakeout so that's cool uh i do wish that there were more mini cons being shown <laughs> also i wish yeah, i didn't did, did they actually show any of them off well they showed those them. two uh but otherwise yeah it was really just uh also, I'm very sad that I'm going to have to buy Omega Supreme to get Countdown, because I like Countdown. <laughs> yeah, Omega Supreme looks unusually good, but I've been leery of the big guys. The only one I have is Trypticon, because he was like half off. Mm-hmm. He's he's wonderful, and maybe I'll get Omega and Sale, but I don't know. Siege is mixed results for me. I, like some of the to- the toys I've gotten of it have been good, but I just don't want most of them. I mean, I do kind of like Omega Supreme because if you go with the G1 cartoon version, at least he falls firmly into my favorite category of very large, very sad robots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Much like the other Titan class one I have, Fortress Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Primary like, character hook is he wants to die. <laughs> well, that was just in the cartoon. The it was in the so comic. In the comics, too. He, had a, he had a little bit more personality, like getting shot through the chest by a giant stake. But mostly, it was things. him wanting to die. <laughs> was just that. No, but uh, Siege, like I, I want the Tetra Jets in concept. Mm-hmm. Because hey, Seekers, I don't have I don't have the a new version of the Seekers that's all three of them because mm-hmm. I missed out on classics. But looking at like all the underbase Greeblies all over Thundercracker, it's like, do I really need that? That's way too much Greebling. Yeah, he's a little he he's unreasonably Greebly. Uh, I do like the Springer. Uh, I I am a fan of I, really. Really? um, He's a collection of boxes. Yeah, but that's what's- He looks too much like his G1 toy. The only problem that I had with the the previous Springer toy, the last Springer toy that we got, was that he was not sufficiently thick. And this one is definitely a lot more (sighs) thick. Yeah, he's he's too boxy for me. Also, he has less greeblies than the the jets, which yes. like is smooth chest. It's it's like I said, siege is a mixed bag. It's maybe like that. And there whole are like rumors of more thing with sometimes the first wave of a series. They sort of go overboard on some stuff that they kind of gotta yeah. like how the first wave of uh, gosh, I guess it was Titans Return where like. Everyone was that sparkly plastic, and then they realized that sparkly Ooh, plastic yeah. was shit. <laughs> and it looks no pretty though. Sparkly, it's it nice on the show. But I, I think the Greeblies might be a little like that. Like they did it for the first wave, and they were like, "Actually, this looks kind of terrible." Uh, except sideswipe. Uh, well, the, the the problem is that the Seekers don't actually come out in the first wave. 
Well, okay. haven't come out yet, but uh, I wish they had waited a little bit for that design, though, because they're the seekers. We're going to get umpty billion of them. Yes, we sure are, including maybe Red Wing, which was in the, in the listing for the the action Megatron. Like Red Wings was listed somewhere in his information before somebody left a note on his page. And it's like, whoops, that's not supposed to be there. Yes. Which yeah. maybe we're not even getting a Red Wing redeco, but that would be neat because, hey, a Red Seeker, we haven't had one of those. <laughs> I think. We haven't had one in Red well, yet. Thrust, but he's maroon. I was going to say we haven't had one in some random color I pulled out of my ass, but then I remembered uh, Action Master Thundercracker <laughs> and his Shattered Glass version, I, so any color you could say we haven't I don't had is actually, on that toy somewhere. Does he have red on him? He has, like, magenta and neon pink, but yeah. I, I don't think he has actually red. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know if he has actual red, just red derivatives. The only actual red on a seeker I can think of is Starscream's boobs. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, but, next. So, yeah. Also, uh, Jetfire's little faction symbol flippy thing. Oh, right, Jetfire. a cute detail. Jetfire is... Like, when I first saw him, I... I mean, the, 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 kind of the problem of Siege is it's uh, G1 cartoon designs all over again, which we've had, like twice or three or four well 15 times if you're counting optimus prime yeah but having a cartoon accurate jetfire is an itch that i didn't know i need scratched but i really <laughs> really want it skyfire. I, I will take him outside he's skyfire i will take him outside i will put him in the snow in his native <laughs> environment you'll forget about him <laughs> <laughs> Just like the Autobots yeah. did. <laughs> but uh, he looks great. The fact that he's freaking gigantic is a little surprising. And, like, got mm -hmm. other robots can hang off the underside of him is... I mean, I didn't need it that big, but sure, I'll take it. I'm kind of surprised that they're getting away with that armor for him. And Harmony... I, I'm absolutely... Well, I see Harmony Gold's people off to the side, like, uh... Well, okay, digression... It, it's armor on his chest. It's not exactly like it's the original uh, G1 Veritech armor stuff. It's, it's different. Like, the Classics version was a lot more like the Veritech armor. Yeah, but, the helmet makes him look a little Veritech-y. Yeah, it, but, well, so did the last one. But, in 2020, Harmony Gold is losing that fucking license! <gasps> Finally! It's going away! <laughs> there is hope on the horizon that we might actually get Macross anime on DVD sometime in my lifetime. Oh, man. I oh. want Macross 7, damn it. I really want that's, Macross 7. That's good news. And Frontier it makes would me, be nice, too. But. It makes me feel better about the fact that I just realized that Stakeout and Red Hot are, are redecos. Hey. <laughs> too bad. Redecos are up. It's More Micromasters are good. It's anyway, uh... So yeah, Siege is a thing that's happening. It's very some toys. There are definitely some toys there. Uh, so moving on to our next thing, I guess, Studio Series. I'm glad that it exists. I, yeah, I mean, it's making some people happy. 
Um, I, I need to get, um, Shatter and what the hell's the other guy's name? Dropkick. Dropkick in their, um, hot rod car versions. Mm-hmm. Other than that, I don't really care because, like, I was done with the movie designs kind of before the last mainline movie, <laughs> which we'll wrap around to that later. Yes. But I, I got Nitro Zeus and a few of them, and I set out a little display of, like, the Suicide Squad guys with mm-hmm. sticking Megatron from, like, two lines before with them. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, I haven't bought any Bumblebee toys, because I have three of them already from the first few movies. Right. But I want That's... Shatter and Dropkick. Other than that, eh, it's fine for people. Although I'm ki- I am kind of amazed that they're actually making all the Constructicons and they're able to combine... Yes. That's impressive. That's, I mean, I'm, and again, in a way. I'm glad that exists for people who are excited about yeah. that sort of thing. I guess the real question, the real shocking part is, will it have testicles? <coughs> Ooh, um, wait, did, um, no, we've seen the high tower. No, he's the crane. Did I have the wrecking ball? I don't, I don't remember. I've forgotten so much about re- the Revenge of the Fallen. Did you forget the part where Devastator had testicles? Because I'd no, like because to I, remind I've seen gifs of that so many times, and and I expect that shot to be in. Uh, God forbid, when John Turturro finally dies, I expect that to be in his highlight reel <laughs> at the Oscars or whatever the fuck. God no, no, I I have Cogman uh, because I found him. At like Ross. Uh, otherwise, oh. I, I actually like, there was a point when I was cleaning out, starting to like sell off stuff for my old apartment where I realized that I had a handful of movie toys I had never even bothered opening. And that's about where I am with mm. movie stuff was I, I have bought some in the past because I felt like I should and then. I was like, no, I don't have to. There's, I don't have to buy this just because it's Transformers. But, uh, I mean, there's a nice looking sideswipe. I just sort of, I, I, they just make me sad that those movies were not good. <laughs> none of them, none of them were ever any good. Anyway, but I'm glad that they exist. I'm glad for people that they are getting a giant devastator. Uh, I hope they leave off the testicles. Well, yeah, that that <laughs> should definitely be a third party attachment, or or they should sell that as like a keychain separately. <laughs> uh, and we touched on the masterpiece stuff. Uh, that's yeah. something that presumably is going to be an online exclusive, which makes it sort. Of Interesting that they had it at Toy Fair because oh. Toy Fair is kind of the oh, retailer yeah, they, space. Maybe they, they were just really Black Arachnia. Oh yes, they did at the Wonder One. What did you say it was? One called? Fest. One Fest. Well, just, just just cut off the ends of the words. One Fest. That's yeah. Wonder Festival. Uh, so yeah. yeah, which I that's awesome. But like looking at uh, her, her nipples. Speaking like, of inappropriate transformers how does she transform how she transforms that was what you thought looking at her because i could not stop thinking well, okay the, that toy sure has nipples is well that that's cartoon accurate because the polygons like 
it wrapped around the pointy <laughs> cone. Um, it sure uh, is. <laughs> I will probably buy her. I mean, I'm kind, that, that kind of makes me glad that the masterpieces are too expensive. I'm not tempted to buy them. Because <laughs> I'm not I... sure I would be happy with that on my shelf. Like she might have to be my no she might have to be my second masterpiece toy. Uh she can go up on the 18 and older shelf with my resurrection of monstrous figures. Uh, <laughs> I have nephews. I'm going to have to have an 18 and up shelf. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, be that's like... my VHS shelf that's on the bottom behind other tapes. Yeah, it'll have, have to be I like I don't think I have any 18 plus Action I'll just I'll just have to have like statues. a cabinet so that like it's got doors on it, uh, just nice and high up, and I can just close the doors when I have nephews around. Uh, yes, resurrection of monsters. I just want to remind people that existed. Yeah. Uh, so on the on the other end of like the whole spectrum, uh, we got a few new Cyberverse toys. Uh, I have to say, yes, I'm kind of surprised that Cyberverse is, is still going. Well, I, I'm, I have not watched any of the cartoon other than clips, like trailers. I may never watch any of it. Well, maybe eventually. Well, you if we ever should. Get there in the regular show. You should because, by God, we watched. God, which was it? Titans Return or Combiner Wars? It was Titans Return, first... wasn't it? No, Two? we watched the second or... one because oh, we I guess we did watch the first one too. We did sort we of got watch the, the screaming star screaming. Yes, it, it, oh, Titans Return was but... the one that had the ridiculous voice budget, and then clearly yeah, had no some voice budget writing people. No, it's, uh, that, no. But, like, okay, Cyberverse is probably not as bad as that. It just, what I've heard about it has been. Yeah, if we could sit through those, up, eh. you can sit through Bumblebee Needs an Adult, the series. Okay, yeah, I, it, it probably would be easier to sit through, but, but I haven't given a shit about Cyberverse toys. I got, like, the Starscream that has, shoots a bunch of missiles because it looks goofy. I, the gimmick is fun. I got a Shockwave because, Shockwave and um whatever the hell the I love that shockwave and his permanent scowly face. <laughs> I love his permanent scowly face and I love his face on his forehead that's also permanently scowly. <laughs> yeah. Cyberverse Shockwave is amazing. He's got a permanent I mean, I, scowly I, I, face. Yeah, and why does he have an extra little tiny eye on top? I didn't notice that. <laughs> what the fuck? He does have two eyes. They're just on top of each other. Okay, that's weird. But but He's anyway, got a tiny face on his forehead. I thought I was pretty much done with Cyberverse toys until mm-hmm. this show revealed. Oh, hey, here's some more Cyberverse toys. Okay, they have clip-on armor. Ooh, that's neat. You can. It looks like you can mix and match them to upgrade them. Somebody had photoshopped like um, was it G two Dreadwing? I think. Mm-hmm. Or something. Yeah. With, like Optimus with some armor clip-on. But then I saw Skybite. Yes. And I need Skybite. One of them is. And I I feel like that kind of summarizes the the Cyberverse show. Like, okay, I will get into some brief spoilers here. It's like the show is 
I kind of feel like the people writing it, some of them haven't quite gotten the hang of 10-minute episodes yet, because there's, like, there's this episode with Velocitron that's just, like, the biggest, like, mood, like, tonal disconnect, because it's, like, some really messed up shit happens, and it doesn't fit the tone of the rest of the show at all. But then there's, like, this episode that it's, like, one of Bumblebee's memories, and they're in McAdams, and then Deadlock shows up looking for help hiding so he can defect to the Autobots. And I'm like, holy crap. So there's stuff like that, and I feel... I feel like the people who are doing Cyberverse read and enjoyed the IDW comics, but that's not quite what they're doing. So, but they do things like pull Skybite in there. Also, I think Skybite is hilarious because he's just like a random redeco of a different toy, but no one, no one's making TM2 Cyber Shark toys here (laughs) in the year 2019. We're making Skybite. That's just, like, wacky. Like, Bumblebee comes with a battleship that forms around him like he's from Can Cole. <laughs> no, the bad it's one like he's an anime girl. is Optimus Prime, because since 1984, there, there's there been this whole contentious thing about scale in Transformers toys. And so here's Optimus oh, Prime yeah, towing one. the actual arc. <laughs> Just sitting on Yeah, and it combines truck. with him. It's it's the craziest. But scale works. It's like so ridiculous. And a scraplet. There's a little scraplet which you can army build and then glue to your ceiling. It's really adorable. So you can have like... The scraplet is very cute. Nightmare armies of those things. Grimlock's wearing a garbage truck? The hell? I didn't see that I one am before. conceptually tempted to to get the Optimus Prime with the Ark just because I want a little toy Ark. Have we- I feel like we've gotten at least like a little die-cast one at some point, but we don't get enough toys of the Ark. Um, yeah, wasn't it the, um, Titanium series? Yeah, was there was something like that, that but- Or maybe it was the Attactic stuff. I, I feel like we got a tiny. Yeah, you can have a, a little tiny arc, so you can. It will be your rung shell. Yes. Aww, rung is such a good boy. But but yeah, Cyberverse is. I mean, if it was full length episodes, I don't know if I would be so much like, come on, just just go get through it. You can do this. <laughs> but uh, it's it's definitely. It's cute. Uh, I would probably have bought some of the toys if the QC looked better, but they honestly look kind of not well made, and the paint is bad, and... Yeah. yeah. Cheap and toyetic, but... Yeah. I mean, I, I, I will buy... I will consider buying any Windblade you put in front of me. Uh, so I have definitely considered her, but yeah. on the other hand, every time I actually look at it in the package, I'm like, this paint is terrible and the plastic yeah. looks like cheese. Yeah, same. Cheese plastic is a thing of mine. Because I, I got the other two previous lines of Wind Blades, but the, that one, it just looks, I don't know, the colors are weird. It's a lot more red. Yeah, yeah. So Cyberverse looks potentially interesting. I hope the QC improves. Uh, 
speaking of things with good QC, we have bot bots. We have. Oh, so yeah, those are a thing. That came out over the last year. That came out, I think, since we last recorded an episode. Uh, so oh, yeah, conceptually, what are your anything. thoughts on bot bots? Um, I like bot bots as an idea. They're tiny. They're adorable. They're like the old micro machines and things. They're they're itty bitty toys. People love. Like they're the um little muscle figures that were little gummy things that were around when I was a kid. I get that, <laughs> but I don't personally give a shit. Like, yeah, I They're great toys, they're not for me. I think they they bring me a lot of joy just because I've known enough Hasbro toy designers in my time to appreciate how much fun they're clearly having with this. Uh yeah. they're they're sort of like I really like very small transformers, but I also like very serious dark transformers and <laughs> then I threatened to go off on one of my tangents about Armada. <laughs> How no, I will write no sad micromasters. The saddest mini cons. Actually, no, mostly it just it just makes me think about how I got drunk at a botcon and just ended up talking to <laughs> telling Doug Dlin how hard it was to write Armada fanfic that didn't seem like a metaphor for gay sex. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? Wow, yeah, it really is. Anyway, um that's what happens when I Bob get Bob's... drunk. So yeah, well, I I cute. I'm glad again, I'm glad they exist. I'm probably more glad they exist than studio series. Uh I yeah. have bought three of them. Uh two of them uh completely blind and and so I have like occasionally I have like an uncanny ability to pick out the right blind packs. Uh, so in my, my first two I got were Frostferatu, aka my favorite kind of, my favorite kind of cupcake who is also a vampire, uh, and Professor Wellread, who is a book. Uh, oh, also I'm just very proud that one time I went to a Walmart and they had some Fallout 4 blind boxes and I managed to pick out Nick Valentine on my first try. So I'm awesome. Ooh. Uh, but no, I also- I, I don't have good luck with that. I also, uh, just on impulse after knowing how to read the codes on them, I also bought Totes Goats. <laughs> Which is, yeah, that, that's, that is the, probably the best thing about Bot Bots is the names. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're just over the top and ridiculous little puns. That's definitely. I, I kind of hate puns, but I yeah. appreciate them. That's, it's, it's again, it's very much like this is certainly not something I would have done anything with, but I, I appreciate that they exist. So you have, mm. like, again, totes my goats. Uh, you have Frost And the best one out of the new batch, you have Steve from Accounting. Which I, I think it was, I think it was Monzo. It was someone. I thought that was in, a joke. No, there's definitely one named Steve from accounting, which I will point out. Oh, I have already okay. decided is going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I, but I it was pointed out by, by one of our wiki buddies. Uh, like I said, I think Monzo that this is neither the first Steve nor the first one who is an accountant. <laughs> Oh, but combining them 
but it <laughs> is the first Autobot who oh. is Steve from accounting. Uh, but yeah, they're, they're fun. Uh, I like that you can just pick up one blind packed one for $3. So if I'm like at this, at oh, Walmart, like running errands and I'll be like, you know, I'm going to get me one little fun thing. Uh, to- I don't think I've seen the little drawing books. I, I, all I've seen is like the, there's like a $9 one and there's like a $15 one. It's like, I don't want to spend that much, even though I'm getting like six of the things. Mm-hmm. No, there's, they're blind packed ones and they're $3 and they are just like. I guess they went off the shelves quickly. Oh. Off the yeah. Pegs. They, around here, they sort of, the first batch of them went pretty fast and now it's sort of, you know. It's after Christmas. Yeah. So they're they're fun. Uh, I'm glad they exist. Uh, they're there's <laughs> there's a new batch of them coming out, so I suppose they were definitely uh, popular enough to get additional series. I will say I have discovered again. I have nephews. Uh, they are seven and four years old, and. <laughs> I totally do not get the appeal of blind package stuff at all, but they are super into it. Uh, also I, Minecraft. No. Uh, it, it seems to have a lot to do with YouTube, uh, because you get people who do oh, the videos of opening. Unboxing and things. I, like, I, I remember shit like that was a kid or, or even like buying packs of cards. It's like, Mm-hmm. I, I like to know what I'm opening, at least generally. Like, the few times I've gotten blind packs recently, like, I've gotten some keychains and shit. It's like, oh, that's not the one I wanted. Shit. I buy another one. Oh, shit, I got the same one. Fuck. Yeah, it's like, I see this, pa- this like, stack of, again, Fallout 4 blind boxes, and I know one of them is Nick Valentine, and I don't know which one. Yeah. Except, except that, you know, occasionally I can draw upon uncanny mutant powers and be like, this yeah, okay. random one from towards the back. But, uh, Which, it's not super Okay, I, I guess the, the bot bots that are bigger pack where w- only one of them is a blind pack is at least a decent thing. Like, I've seen other things do that, like, uh, Bakugan and some other toys. Like, have one in a pack. Random. That's fine. I mean, I definitely see it being something that's popular. Uh, you know, that, that little kids will like. The, the I can see my, uh, my small nephews enjoying them even though they are not Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are also more Rescue Bots Academy toys, uh, which, I don't know. No. I have personally, again, with my nephews, been told that they are very fond of the old Go 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 bots that I sent them. Oh, uh, so I don't know, yeah. you know, how well these rescue bots. I feel like I don't know. I haven't looked that close at at the ones previously, but these do seem to have that same very sort of solid, you know, two step aesthetic that those did. So I don't know. Yeah. One of them's hot shot though. One of them is a very cute hot shot. I, I think more than one. I like. There's a hovercraft hot shot, and I think there was a different mold of him too. Aww, he's cute. Yeah. So there was other like non Hasbro transforming stuff. Uh, there's the Super Seven yeah, stuff, licensed toys, uh, which... which I haven't heard of before. I don't think. Did you see the ones? Uh, 
So for the most part, I've been looking at uh, asmzine.com with their pictures. Uh, Phil generally runs a pretty good toy fair review. That's a lot of what the site exists for is these toy fair posts. Uh, So they are doing... Their reaction series, which is an old, like, Kenner-inspired uh, series that they just do a oh. bunch of random stuff, uh, and they're doing oh, some G1 oh, characters. Oh, it's those guys that, that do, like, little five points of articulation, like aliens toys and things. Yeah, I've been tempted by some of them. I, I see them more than anywhere else at Barnes & Noble, but... Oh, know, that's, that's weird. I don't... Well, I don't, I've, I've wandered the toy sections there. I don't remember seeing things like that. I've Usually also that's seen just where I Target. pick up my little tiny super deformed Gundams. Yeah. Uh, they also have the, the super cyborg figures, uh, that Super 7 is doing. Uh, there are also, I really appreciate that Megatron is one of these. And I think one of the, I don't know if it was Phil or one of the photographers who was posting comments on these posts, but it was like, I don't understand super buckets. But they're apparently super just buckets? like buckets that are character heads. Oh, the, the big head things? Those are buckets? Yeah, what? they're apparently buckets. Oh, that ex- I guess and that explains now, why Optimus Prime doesn't have his spiky antennas. To be fair, I, for the longest time at my old apartment, I had, like, a, a Transformers animated Optimus Prime head Easter basket that was where it yeah. was, like, sort of, like, plushy, and that was actually where I kept my remote controls. <laughs> oh, that's good. Yeah, um, oh, yeah, keeping shit in Megatron's head. That'd be kind of neat. And he, or just stick he's candy the bucket head. <laughs> yeah, it's a bucket head, so being a bucket. I, yeah, I might be tempted by the Megatron depending upon the price. Uh, and a sound wave would probably be cooler, but it, it's not a bucket. Yeah, but he's sound not a wave's got a cooler head. head. And they also have these little Keshi surprise toys, uh, that Keshi basically wah. look like they're like blind pack decoys. Oh, decoys! Okay, see, so yeah. th- th- that's okay. They're little tiny cute guys that don't transform yes also there's a red prime one that they showed on their display and there's a purple prime one so you can have your akane (laughs) Ah, i can finally get them yay (laughs) Uh, can i have a white sound wave maybe if you try if you ask nicely Uh, looks like they're just red blue purple and yellow so far Eh. yeah so I, I I am just happy that I got through several years of ferret ownership without any of my G1 decoys getting devoured. Because um, they love rubber. My deco- Shit, whatever happened to my decoys? They, they, have... Either they're in a tub somewhere or they vanished. <laughs> they, they might have ended up wherever the hell my little ultimate muscle toys ended up. I did eventually end up selling my decoy set that I just randomly picked up at a BotCon ages ago that had what I referred to as the special thing. Uh, because it was just this little, like, it was about the same size as a decoy, so it was maybe an inch and a half long. And it had this little red mm-hmm. part at the end that you could push in, and it was spring-loaded, and there's this little hard-to-press little button there that made it pop out. And I guess you could knock them over with that. 
but then at one point I saw an auction on Weird. eBay for the same set that just referred to it as it comes with like such and such number of decoys and one special thing. <laughs> special. Uh, so I took <laughs> I took to referring to that as the special thing. The special thing. Because there's no better term I could find for it. Uh, so yeah, decoys are cool. I have like a skids decoy because I like skids. <laughs> mm. uh, so yeah, that's the Toy Fair stuff. Uh, there was some various news. Uh, I guess Cyberverse is getting more episodes. I, I, I mean, they, yeah, they accomplished their goal at the end of the first season. So. I guess now we have Bumblebee like, has memories. He doesn't need an adult anymore. I guess he does still need an adult, and I guess he doesn't really have memories. But they did like. Oh, I mean, well. the whole thing was they were trying to find where the Ark was, and they needed to get him to remember things so he could help them find the Ark. Uh, but he's. I guess it's not like they fixed his memories. They just found the Ark, so oh. he still needs an adult. Uh, there's literally, there's an episode where he's like, they stole a Decepticon ship and Windblade is like, okay, I gotta go out and do a thing. Don't touch that giant red button there. And he's like, wait, button. <laughs> it's an episode of Ren and Stimpy? Basically. I'm anyway. very serious when I call it Bumblebee needs an adult. <laughs> yeah. But uh but it looks like we're getting a bunch of new characters. Uh I think I saw a toy or something of of Drift, which is cool because I'm just yeah, happy well, to see IDW Drift being in more things and not like yes, terrible movie drift. No. That was that toy was called Deadlock. Oh well. Okay then. That's the same thing. So this is Decepticon name. Yeah, it's, it's Decepticon <laughs> name. Because when I first saw that, I thought it was like, oh, it's, it's Runamuck or Runabout. But it's, oh no, that's Drift. What the fuck? Yes. I'm just, I don't know. I'm Because there is a different Drift who is not that different, but sufficiently different to be dumb. And I yeah. don't like movie Drift. I want IDW Drift. I don't want the one who's a samurai. I want the one who's a weeaboo. <laughs> What? It's, yeah. It's very different. <laughs> well, in the movies, he's kind of a space weeaboo, but yeah, whatever. Anyway, other things are coming. <clears throat> uh, yeah, so everyone was very excited for about two seconds to hear that there was going to actually be a new Netflix produced, or at least Netflix available, uh, adultish Transformers cartoon. Uh, it is War for Cybertron. So it's named after the games that were, what was it, like five, six years ago that were pretty popular. And they were good. Press but... X to pet laser beak. <laughs> yes. That, that should be the title of an episode. It but, should. um, it's, we're a little less excited when we found out. Oh, it's, well, it's not made by the same people who made the, the, Net Machinima 3 series that we've complained about before and did episodes about. Mm -hmm. It's made by the company that bought them out because that company kind of vanished, folded. It 
something complicated, they closed down their sites and you can't watch the old Machinima episodes anymore. Well, basically Machinima had, like, a parent company that shut them down. Isn't it the same parent company as Crunchyroll? I want to say I heard it was the same parent company as Crunchyroll. I thought Crunchyroll's AT&T or something, some big telecom or something owns Crunchyroll, I think. Yes, actually, this says, after AT&T's acquisition of Time Warner last year, Machinima was moved oh. under the Otter Media umbrella, and then Machinima was shut down. Uh, oh, so, okay. yeah. So, yeah, it's being produced in part by Rooster Teeth, uh, who are the for... RWBY people. Yeah, they made Ruby and um, Red versus Blue, and there's the new... Is it on... I don't know what the... Genlock? Is that on... Prime or something? Oh, I think that is actually on Netflix. Oh, it's on Netflix? I thought... Wait, I thought it was coming out one episode at a time. Either that or people are being oddly slow about watching it. I mean, they might have decided to do it one episode at a time on Netflix, but I want to say that I I saw that show up on Netflix. But the important thing is that the showrunner is the person who did Titans Return and Power of the Primes. Sad trombone. Yeah. It's gonna be stupid. But it will be an origin story and I guess we'll see how that pans out. We'll see how much vaporwave Triptychon and screaming Starscream head we get. (laughs) (laughs) I mean it if it's just the same guy in charge of it, there were some okay ideas in the machinimas, it's like you need to hire Actual writers, yeah, more professional voice actors, and a fucking voice director. Although, like, a lot of the Rooster Teeth stuff is, well, okay, I can't say great, but the first season of Ruby is really rough. The second and mm-hmm. third are fun, but then I didn't watch the rest because the third ended on a downer. <laughs> I think they're up <laughs> to season six now I need to get back to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it was a good downer ending, it's just like... It sort of wrapped up a lot of the things I cared about. You're and, like, just like, somebody's oh. arm off, and it's like, uh. You're just like, oh, I'm sad now. <laughs> well, I, I was sad because one character who had their arm ripped off was sad, and it didn't look like they were going to be doing anything in season four. Aha, uh-huh, because of the, har- the whole yeah. missing arm thing. Yeah, just, I wanted her to come back with a robot arm and punch at people, which like Misty I think Knight. she eventually does. Yeah. But so, like, I, I don't Misty think she Nike, does that Misty until Nike's season great. five or six. Oh, that's boring. So it, it's like this could be good, but uh, after the last Machinima thingy, I don't have much faith in it at all. Yeah. But it's, it's a good reason for me to actually keep Netflix around and watch more other than I need to get around to watching the toys that made us and things like that. Yeah, I need to do that too. It's, I mean, I figure watching the toys that made us is going to be like picking out people I've hung out with at conventions. Because <laughs> I, I know all that stuff and all those people already. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, uh, it looks like the movie verse is going to be continuing, which is good. Wait, what? Uh, okay, um, I didn't actually read the article you linked to me before, but... Okay, the same guy serving as showrunner, but included in the writers is George Krasnick, who is responsible for Megas XLR. Was he like the creator of Megas XLR? He's the creator, yes. 
Okay. He's one of the two creators. See, I saw that and then I was I, like. I follow him on Twitter. Is he a creator of that or was he just like, did he write two episodes? But okay. No, he's, he's one of the two creators and, and like, I think there's two creators. Yeah, something like that. Anyway, I follow him on Twitter and, and like, he, he's posted multiple times, like, he'd like to get the rights back to Megas XLR. He'd like it to be on DVD, but it's held up by corporate bullshit and he doesn't know how much it would even cost to buy it back. Yeah. But, hey, if he's on this, that's at least something good. As, oh, they got a writer from Agent Carter? What? Well, also Rescue okay. Bots. Agent Carter and Rescue Bots. I mean, that's an improvement than what it already was. I mean, admittedly, yes, these people are actually writers. <laughs> that's a, so. a writer from Rescue Bots is a massive step up. Yeah, from Screaming Star Scream Heads. Yeah. <laughs> God, that's one of the worst things, but it's such a good punchline. It's uh, so bad. It's so hilariously bad. Is yeah. what it is. So, so yeah, Anywho. I mean, I'll, we'll see. Fingers crossed. We'll see how that pans out. Uh, but yes, they are continuing the movie verse, uh, because Bumblebee was successful because, hey, who knew that if you hey. actually, again, hire writers to write your movie and, and don't just shoot it off like Michael Bay's script written on the yeah, back of a napkin. Like- Get a director who's actually excited about the material. Yeah. I mean, getting, I mean, not that you have to get a, a, a someone involved who was a fanboy of the material, but mm-hmm. looking at the movie, it helps. Also, it yes. helps that he's a director of animation and yes. animating giant robots is what we want. Yeah, I mean, so that's... They're, they're restart. It's a reboot. It's officially a reboot now. Yeah. Something with that much CG, you really, I mean, we talked in our Patreon episode, plug, plug, Patreon episode, uh, about how it really helps to bring that animation perspective to it. And there you go. So yeah, that's, that promises to be exciting. Uh, and then also coming up this year, we're going to see what IDW is doing now. Uh, I mean, man, I, all the stuff they were doing before was so good. So I'm like sad that they're rebooting things. Uh, I don't really know anything about this new writer except that he's a novelist, and I mean, I guess his novels were actually published by an actual publisher, so that's something. Uh, Okay, there's there's two sides to that. It's like, okay, he's he's good at writing. We we that's an established thing, but that does not always translate to being able to write comic books or Transformers. Even good writers like um. Oh, who was the, the the guy they brought in to write Black Panther? Who was like writer? Uh, Tanahisi Coates. Yes, like I, I've heard things like his series on Black Panther got good, but it started out really rough mm-hmm. because he wasn't used to writing for comic books. Right. But on the yeah. flip side of that, you have uh, Saladin Ahmed, who has a novel and a bunch of short stories, and like his first issue of um, Black Bolt was. Freaking amazing. It had been like he'd been writing comic books for 20 years. Mm-hmm. His stuff's fantastic. But, but writers of novels do not always, like, Saladin is kind of the exception to the rule. Like, yeah. it doesn't always transfer the first time you read a comic book. Yeah. I mean, that's something there's often crossover with. Uh, I used to laugh at Brian or Brad Metzer being like, 
writing big deal DC crossover stuff because I was constantly clearancing out his political thriller paperbacks <laughs> at my old used bookstore jobs. Uh, 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 but uh. so <laughs> sometimes it works out, hey. but we'll we'll see. Uh, I you know yeah. I'm gonna give it a chance. Uh, I gotta give it a chance. Uh, well, yeah, it's Transformers. I'm, I'm gonna get it. But I'm, I'm, I'm more interested in what is James Roberts going to be writing next? Yeah, holy moly! Like, I want to know whoever hires him. Like he can write like Legion of Superheroes, a comic book I give less than a shit about, and I would buy it. Oh, I care about Legion of Superheroes. I would read so much. I know lots of people really care about it, but it's one of those weird, convoluted things that's just. No, don't care. Also, the the cartoon would, of it from a while back was was pretty good. The cartoon was okay. I saw a few episodes of that. There was a, there was an evil lady with a giant floating Brainiac eyeball. Five was precious whoopee baby, good whoopee yeah. baby. Brainiac Five being super gay for Superboy. <laughs> <laughs> I like small gay robot whoopies. They're my favorite. Uh, so, so yeah, I mean, there's, there's stuff to look forward to coming out this year. Uh, hopefully we'll see about getting together and doing these episodes a little more regularly. Uh, now yeah, that we, I know really my life is settling down. End of IDW, we just didn't. Um, Lost Light was great. I haven't finished the rest. Yes. Uh, I, for one, am thinking that I, you know, I have like, I have my own novel that's on its sixth set of revisions going off some potential agent notes, so I have like, work that I need to be doing outside of my part-time corporate sponsorship job. Uh, Mm. But I I definitely want to do a More Than Meets the Eye read-through. I might see about uh, you know, Getting on Twitter with some of that. Uh, I have moved my Twitter account to Wrecker Jen, uh, which should be easy enough for people to to follow. Uh, David, you want to plug your Twitter before we wrap up? Uh, strange four, spell out four. <laughs> You're like no, oh, nobody um, read my Twitter. One thing that's happened people since we've been gone: Tom Scioli was allowed to do a GoBots comic, and it's <laughs> fucking nuts looking. <laughs> I I had to actually, so I work with all these, like, I'm the second oldest person at my job, and I'm the, the oldest person who's not, like, a legit senior citizen, and I was having to convince this 27-year-old co-worker that GoBots was a real thing that existed and not something that I made up. Well, it, it, it is harder and harder to explain and make it sound real, especially if you bring up a picture of Tom Scioli's comic, where, like... Psykeel is beating up and then riding a scooter. Yeah, and, and just this super crazy. BDSM dialogue. Yeah. I I worry about Tom Scioli. Is he yeah, okay? I haven't... I I haven't read the GoBot series, but I probably should just for all the, like, weird kink stuff it apparently yeah. brings in. Foot licking. <laughs> oh, oh, with the tire. Make somebody lick his tire. What the fuck, Tom? 
anyway. Or was it her time? Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's interesting stuff coming up this year and we'll hopefully be able to keep up with it this time. Uh, a little so, semi-regularly, at least. Yeah. Alright, so, but that is it for this toy fair. Uh, so, we'll talk to you later. This has been Jen. And David. Bye. Good night. Underground Radio is hosted by IaconUnderground.net. We are listener-supported through Patreon, where you can help us cover the cost of running this show and our other podcast, Stasis Pod, at patreon.com slash IaconUnderground. We are on Twitter at IaconUG, Tumblr at IaconUnderground.tumblr.com, and Facebook at Facebook.com slash IaconUnderground.